Thank you for tuning in to the Woke Up podcast. This episode, I sat down with Temi Olukoko, who is a software developer and YouTube content creator. You are going to love this episode. Unfortunately, Oyin wasn't able to join in on the fun, but all the same, make sure you like, share and leave a comment. time of the day you're listening welcome to the woke up podcast this week it's a little bit different um so we have a wonderful wonderful guest who's going to introduce herself but Oyen's not here today she's finishing off her dissertation for her masters so make sure you send her lots of love when you're listening to this but today's guest is someone incredibly special and I don't think I can do it justice by introducing her so Temi do you want to introduce yourself Yep, sure. I will. Thank you. So I'm Temi. I'm currently a graduate software developer at BT. And I've only been in this role for around like four months now. So it hasn't been too long. I'm also an advocate for diversity and inclusion in tech, as I often speak at tech events and also more recently have started mentoring young adults to help encourage them to like get into the tech industry. And on top of that, I also create content on YouTube and Instagram. So I try and create content around kind of early careers and tech and kind of breaking down complex coding concepts for beginners. So what you're doing is quite niche then, because like, you know, you have influences for hair and beauty, but basically you could almost say outside of like software development, which is what you do you're also building a level of influence in the tech sphere as an influencer who is able to articulate in a really down-to-earth way just the the do's and do nots of tech working in tech and building a tech career right i i would yeah yeah that sounds amazing that sounds amazing okay so we have some shot fire questions okay and just give us the answer first thing that comes to your mind so the zombie ac- apocalypse is coming. Who are three people you want on your team? Ooh. Are these, I'm guessing, are these fake or real? Like, are they, these? It could be uh, okay. Real it could be fiction. Oh, ooh. okay. Um, I'm just going to go from, I don't know. Uh, I guess if you don't know The Walking Dead, it might not make sense. But I guess I'd go with Rick from The Walking Dead. Um, I think he's an old guy. I'd go with Glenn. Um, and then, oh, I can't think of anyone else. I don't know. Um, and then Herschel, maybe, from The Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would you prefer to walk, ride a bike, or drive? Probably drive, I think. Yeah. Drive. Okay. Um, fav- favorite Disney character? Ooh. Or it can be Pixar, you know. Right. Character. Yeah. Um... <sighs> Okay, I'm just gonna say Moana. That's the first one that comes to my mind. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Really, really good one. <laughs> um, if you were competing in the Olympics, what sport would you compete in? Oh, gymnastics, definitely. I love gymnastics. 
love yeah. that love that <laughs> um are you watching anything right now that you're currently hooked on like favorite tv show something mm. like that um i just finished i think it's the fall on netflix so i haven't started anything else but that's the last one that i was like obsessed with yeah that sounds good what's it about mm-hmm. oh, basically it's kind of, it's about this guy who's a stalker i had jamie dornan from i think this is shows of granite um so he's like a stalker it's like a police uh crime kind of show so it's, it's really good and it just follows a female detective who's trying to catch him and figure out who it is that's you know committing all the murders and stuff but it's a really good show wow okay mm-hmm. okay and finally if there was a soundtrack to your life so far what song or album or ep you know project of work would it yeah. be yeah definitely um drake's nice for what song every, every time i hear that i just feel so empowered I, I don't know why but that song would definitely be i think that that would be the one yeah okay okay mm-hmm. i hear that <laughs> Drake is a bit of everything. He's like a cool vibe, but it's a bit fast sometimes. You can do a lot of things, Drake. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. So we're just going to go straight into it. During the Black Disruptor series, um, as you guys know, we have been interviewing different women from different industries, from tech, um, business startups, entrepreneurs, corporates. We've been speaking to everyone because we really believe that Black women are right now kind of at the forefront of disruption in a lot of industries a positive kind of disruption um so we are gonna be asking temi the same questions so here it goes so temi tell us what did your life look like three to five years ago and what was like the aha moment or the catalyst that has brought you to this point yeah so yeah so I think three around three years ago I was finishing off my so my undergrad degree in physics and geology and I think even though I think it's fairly common for uni students I think I was fairly quite lost and misguided in terms of where I saw my life afterwards and I wasn't very proactive Mm. so in the sense that I was very prone to just letting things happen to me and like reacting to things and not taking initiative to think about what I want and going after that Mm. and I guess to be honest I think the catalyst moment for me I think just because of where I am now in my career was probably two years ago wasn't that far back um and yeah so even though I felt quite lost at that point um at uni around three years ago I still then decided to go and do a master's degree in something that I knew wasn't for me and I, I definitely, in hindsight, I knew um, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I knew I would probably find it quite difficult, but I still went ahead with it anyway. And that's definitely a characteristic I'm trying to change now. I'm, not, I'm trying to not just accept when I'm miserable and not taking any action. So instead of um, kind of taking the initiative to drop out, I stayed and I, and I, I think it was both a good and a bad decision. Um, I say bad just because of all the the lows that came with it just being very anxious all the time struggling um academically whilst I was there things like that but I think good because I am where I am now so I try not to regret things but I guess my kind of my aha moment was probably when I was so kind of at the is the peak the word I don't know but I was kind of at the lowest point in terms of how I was mentally and when I realized that I couldn't keep doing this like I realized that I had a pattern of 
of accepting things as they were and even if I was miserable still staying in that position so that was the moment I realized that that was it I can't do it anymore mm. yeah so that's it. I'd say that was so it what would you say were the things that you like dramatically changed the life outcomes you've had since then because you've talked about how you basically got to the bottom of just not being happy with how things were and feeling like you're saying yes to a lot of things that you don't actually want to be doing um so what what kind of changed your life outcomes what things were you doing maybe on a day-to-day like what sort of practices or beliefs or things did you do or did what things came into place that now changed what was happening Mm -hmm. yeah so I think I think the main thing is was putting myself first like putting what I wanted first and trying to adapt trying to adapt less of a I think it's called herd mentality so I'm, I'm trying to think more for myself and not listening to the outside influence of other people I think that's something a characteristic I had a, quite a lot when I was younger um, just you know wanting to be in a group wanting to fit in and not really want, wanting to think for myself so I think adapting that kind of mindset was really big for me and finally taking charge of my own life and steering it the way I wanted to go so essentially I was instead of letting life happen to me I feel like I was very much so being the steering my own ship and taking yeah taking control definitely so I think once once I started doing that taking control really listening to what it is I wanted out of life I I definitely saw a shift Mm. um yeah I definitely saw a shift and I think one like some major things I've done to kind of keep that going and to go in the direction I want to go is just being consistent so one of them so yeah so one of them probably being taking the initiative to stop saying oh I wish I knew how to code I want to learn how to code I want to get into this role and just sitting down and just finally doing it Mm. yeah so and I think lockdown has definitely given me the opportunity to do that just because all the, the extra time I would have taken to commute maybe to and from work I'd use that to just finally sit down and learn what I had to do um yeah and I think probably the last thing would be um I guess kind of trying not to care too much what people think in terms of now I'm putting content out there online whether that's YouTube or Instagram or even speaking and doing things like this I think I I think definitely a year ago I wouldn't have done any of this I would have been too shy way too shy because I'm quite introverted usually and I would have cared too much about what people think so I think having that caring less or trying to care less about what people think has also helped me in terms of get to where I am now. I completely agree with you. I think there's, there's a lot of pressure to fear missing out. There's people, a lot of people, I even experience it, experience FOMO a lot. And we don't actually realize that the fruit of missing out is oftentimes what we actually want from our life outcomes. Um, and also something you were saying really struck a chord with me about, you know, taking the reins or steering the ship in the direction that you want to go. And I think that's so important because a lot of time we talk about leadership, you know, be a leader, develop leadership, but sometimes we're so focused on that, that um, external leadership, like leading other people. But a lot of the time we need self-leadership. We need to be able to lead ourselves and be able to make those decisions that are going to have 
a lot of positive impact. And like you said, we need consistency. We need PNC, persistency. And is that persistency a word? Yeah, persistence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> persistence and consistency. Um, we need it. We honestly need it. So that's so true. Do you see yourself as successful? If yes, why? And if no, why? Hmm. Yeah, I think um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think I wouldn't call myself successful now, um, but I see myself on the way to being there. I definitely, I definitely believe that less than a year ago. Um, so myself a year ago would think now what I'm doing now is successful, but I think because I'm always trying to raise the bar for myself. I think then my idea of its success is constantly changing just because, yeah, just because if I'm constantly setting myself new goals, there's always somewhere else I could be. So I, so I wouldn't call myself successful now. And I'm not actually sure if I, if I ever know what that final, final success will look like for me. I think it's trying to just achieve those small milestones on the way and then just trying to be happy with that as, as, as I go along. Yeah. So I think. I think that's so interesting. I you might be the first guest who's actually said they're not successful. Um, but it's funny because you were talking about how just making sure that you're meeting those like those smaller goals, the earmarks where you're just like, yeah, okay, I've accomplished this. A lot of the people that we've interviewed in previous episodes have talked about how that is what they call success progression, oh. um, which is quite interesting. So I guess for you, more so it's about defining what that looks like or or having a picture of what that looks like so that you know that okay I am or or you're not um but I find that so interesting there's a first for everything first for everything (laughs) um I would say that you are successful um not because you've maybe like attained a hundred K subscribers maybe someday hopefully Mm -hmm. Um, or or like you're making 100k a month or you might be um (laughs) as a software developer but I think that you're successful because you are pushing um so many of us and I think it's kind of the environment we grow up in especially Mm. as um young black women as black women in general oftentimes we grow up in immigrant households and what did we see our parents do they worked and 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 they're still working a lot of them and they just they do it until you know like it sounds morbid till they till they die and just exactly you know i was gonna say drop dead but that's yeah (laughs) yeah we've seen that mentality and so we apply we unconsciously take on this you know what's the next thing constantly going after it and we we are racking up a lot of points we're racking up a lot of brownie points a lot of success but we're just like yeah there's more like go go yeah. go 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 so i think it's i think it's also a, an, an effect of growing up maybe first or second generation immigrant where you know maybe your parents um came over here and you just saw them work really hard and you adopted that that grit, that hustle that you saw them have, or second generation where your parents were born here, but they too still experienced a level of maybe struggle or um, pushback, which has made them very, very um, go-getter-like, if that's even a way, if that's the best way to say it. So I do understand what you're saying. I think 
success is one of those things that for me, it keeps me, the mark keeps moving. Um, when I was 18, it was just to graduate. Now I've graduated and I'm running the business full time alongside Oyin. Now success looks like um, three years in the future where we're just like, we've secured this amount of investment. We're running mm-hmm. businesses and, yeah. and the mark continues to move. And I guess that's kind of very human because we're always... Um, evolving the things that we want change and that's kind of beautiful in a weird way yeah definitely so what is your advice to um a woman who is listening to this episode and is a bit confused about your their path they should go on um maybe they're interested in tech but they just don't know what steps to make or because i know you speak to that audience a lot Mm -hmm. or you know that they're trying to harness their creative ability with, you know, being able to use digital platforms to, to share that journey. Um, because I know you spoke a lot about not really knowing what you want to do, do at some point. So could you like walk them through that process of things that they can do to help them kind of form, forge a path for themselves and come to a place of discovery? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is a tough one, but I think speaking from my, own experience I definitely my biggest piece of advice would be to really pay attention and tune into what you find exciting and what motivates you so essentially like go where your passion takes you so for me I realized a a bit later on actually maybe not too late because eventually I guess I am where I am now but I definitely did realize that something that motivates and fuels me is definitely taking on a challenge So if I hear that something is meant to be difficult or challenging and just, and everything around that thing to me seems interesting, then automatically I want to pursue it. Like I do really like problem solving and challenging myself. So I definitely, I definitely think that should be, that should be your main kind of driving force. Whatever it is you, you feel like makes you excited that you're passionate about and that sounds interesting, just go for it. I think that will definitely fuel you a lot more than chasing whatever else it is, whether that's status or money. I know, I know a lot of people in tech are in it for the money and that's fine as well. It's, it's fine to want money. Everyone wants money, but I would say don't let that be the only thing. Like if you're, if you want to get into tech because you want to earn a good salary, you want to have a good life. Great. I think then start to narrow down what part of tech you find exciting because there's so there's a lot to it. And I think even when you're in the field and even if you're working as a DevOps engineer or a UX UI designer or a software developer, there's still a lot of things that can catch your eye and you might think, oh, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll do that instead. So I think really try and pay attention to what you find exciting and what you like, mm-hmm. because definitely that, that will take you quite far, I would say. And, and that from, from then on, you'll start to narrow down, okay, do I need to learn how to code? Do I need to learn how to design stuff? And that will help um, kind of construct a path for you going forward I think yeah I I think that's so true I left uni not knowing what I was going to do I knew that I liked being creative I liked creating content I liked marketing e-stuff I loved looking good and I wanted to help people like I've always genuinely had a passion for building people and empowering people so I was like I literally just followed the the map of does it does it have these three things or these three mm. components? Do I like do I get to look good doing it? Check. 
Do I get to be creative? Check. Do I get to help people in some form? Check. And it's actually led me to where I am today, being co-founder of Neo Enterprise, where we are literally building this massive multifaceted organization that feeds into social impacts for black women, empowering black women, it's by black women. Um, but also there is a lot of creativity because I think especially as a marketer, as someone who is building a brand, you're constantly thinking of the best ways to engage with customers. So it requires a lot of creative uh, and brain power, to be honest. So I, I, I agree. I think definitely look at the areas of passion, what really ignites you. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we are um, unsure of what makes us passionate or what makes mm -hmm. us bubble up at the rim. But also think about what do I definitely not like? Exactly. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes knowing what you don't like is also very good. And something else you said to me is like, it's so important to leave room for progression and leave wriggle room. So not being strict, like a lot of people, like you said, are moving into tech and tech roles because they're like, well, this check <laughs> exactly. is really good. Yeah. Um, but there's also a, a component of also wanting to solve problems. A lot of people don't realize that the skill set that they have is going to help solve problems, not just within the organization, but maybe even globally at some point. Mm -hmm. So don't just think about, don't think narrow-mindedly about the ending. Leave room for wriggling leave room for more vision to come into that guys. So that is the end of my questions today. Mm -hmm. But do you want to plug anything that you're doing right now um, or any, any projects that you're working on, anything you want people to um, engage with so that the listeners can go and find you, follow you, where, they, where can they find you or follow you? Yeah, so I think the first thing definitely would be my YouTube. So that's just my name, Temi, T-E-M-I, Olukoko, O-L-U-K-O-K-O. That's probably the best place for you to find out more about tech and early careers and stuff. I try and give as much information as I can on there. And then my Twitter is the same as my name, Temi Olukoko. And then my Instagram as well, where I'll share a lot of my tech content. So that's Temi Lola, so Temi Lola dot dev. Uh, so you can find me on there as well. So those are the places that you can find me, reach out to me or uh, find out more about tech and coding. I love that. So guys, you heard it. Go and find her, go and follow her, go and subscribe, especially, especially you techies who are really eager to learn something, really looking at the industry as a whole and how, how you can basically make your imprint on the industry, especially relating to tech. And your woke up work for this week is to go and find the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It's a really, really good book. And I think that a lot of what we've spoken about this episode starts with why. Why are you doing this? Why are you not doing this? Um, and even the place from which your passions are stirred is often determined by a why. So I definitely encourage you to go check out that book. It's really interesting. Um, it's definitely going to help you. And if you don't fancy reading, you can get an audio version or you can go and listen to Simon Sinek on YouTube because he does a lot of talks about this sort of thing. So guys, that is this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. 
this is the Wake Up Podcast. This is Temi and Lauli. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.